Join us as we open another file in the Markov dossier. Sir Luton, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Markov Dossier, a dystopian age podcast. I'm Scott, and I'm here to present you with the bonus episode we said we would do. It's the sort of behind-the-scenes chit-chat about the stuff that we do for recording for podcasts and YouTube videos and things like that. It's a very informal chat. Uh, There's not a lot of actual dystopian age content in it per se there is still some chat around the dystopian age and the things we do around that so here it is and I hope you enjoy it thanks Sam for coming up with the idea to, to even do this it makes it so much easier than recording it separately and no not doing that again <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's one of the reasons we're doing it this year last year was such and thank you guys because i know it's you you three who edited that all together over the black hoof for me thank you for putting that together because i wouldn't have a first clue about video editing but i was so uh, stressed out trying to get that was here record their stuff <laughs> Eric does all our editing. So I actually, to, to alleviate some of his need to edit all of my, like my videos that I've, I've done that I just put up and put on the YouTube, those I, I do myself, but it's like all on my phone. <laughs> you know, I use power director. I think it's like a, they have a free version that you can just you know, learn how to edit, and then so I'm using that. But I, I really just are splicing different video links together, and I, I just kind of use a, a clip of a previous video that, that I grabbed the, the intro, and I just cut and I keep adding that to the front of all my videos. <laughs> but, you know, that saves me from having to send him the file and him do something with it. So I just, I just went, just put it out there, you know, and, uh, let people check out what I did, you know, especially with the magnetic builds I stuff, it's just easier for me just to go ahead and just do it instead of having to trouble him trying to edit it. Uh, so mostly I just like post it up and what he'll do is he'll pull it off of Facebook and then he'll put the front on it that, uh, that the YouTubers get to enjoy something a little nicer because he does edit that one, but otherwise, you know, I don't want to delay doing it. I just want to get it out there so, so people can look at it and see it. Uh, especially because some of those sprues that the, the studio was sending them to me so I could get them out before the release. So I would immediately drop what I was doing and put something together for them just so I can get that out there. Yeah, I, I got a few of those sprues as well. And it was just a case of, right, I want to get these photographed. I want to build them. And uh, you want to you want to do the best for the studio because they've been so kind enough to send you this stuff. You want to show like, show them off the best. So mine my, my was photographs, photograph the sprues as much as you can, do all the four bits like that, and then get them built and show them off as much as I can. I was really regretted I couldn't get them painted because I was like, just like <laughs> I started painting I the Empire. I had an idea for the Empire. I wanted these white shining white holes with blue suns because I wanted to tie it in with Firefly and the Blue Sun Corporation. I did one, and I was like, that's not gone well. <laughs> it's very blobby. <laughs> I'll get back to that idea at some point. 
the only reason I have got a YouTube channel to begin with is because Warcradle was so kind enough to send me some of the sprues to, to contact me. I, th I thought it was a hoax at first, but no, it wasn't. It was kind enough to... Was I was trying to do some fishing. Yes, I had exactly the same thing. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? What, why are you sending me... No, this is a joke, isn't it? Somebody's having me on. And then Sam sent me a message saying, no, no. It's real. Say yes. <laughs> it's real. Say yes. He actually asked me. He said, "Have you heard of this person at Warcraft?" I went, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that elaborate scam sort of lured that sort of led to my YouTube channel. Just yeah, like like Sam said, you want to put in as much effort as as you can. And, Kind of like doing it. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Free. Thanks, Free. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. She, she's a lovely person. She's moved on to on the tape on tabletop. And, yeah, uh, I see her on the regularly. The weird thing was when I first heard her speak, I her accent didn't match how I thought it would sound at all because her, her name sounded kind of American. So I thought maybe she's American that's moved over to Britain, but no, she's from London. <laughs> She's amazing, and uh, you know, she she is one. I think she was part of their marketing team, and they started sending those little sprues out, and you know, talk about generating buzz because instant buzz from uh, you know. I remember when Sam would post up a look what I just got, and he and his his son would be all giddy about it. I mean, it's like. That's awesome, you know. And you can't help but watch that video. And, the first and... few requests to him, so he's yeah, like, no, that's awesome. <laughs> I think you know, so excited like... to get them. I wish we had more time to play. I've, I've tried playing it on our table. Our dining table's not big enough. We've tried. <laughs> it's it's a case we we got we either put this on the floor, which isn't a good idea, <laughs> or we're going to have to try, get get to a shop, uh, our local game store, which hasn't been possible for a long time. So we just need to play more. I keep saying, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll play this game. We will, we will, we will. And we just haven't. We've played like two games since he's got yeah. it. And it's not good enough. I feel terrible because it's his game. It's not mine. It's his. <laughs> and he should play it. It's okay. I haven't finished the f painting of Fleet. <laughs> so I haven't played with the uh, Dystopian Wars yet as well because... I, I just don't feel good about going over to my buddy who's he's the he's the navy guy so i'm like i, I want to that's why i dove in now i dove in attention to only get two fleets but that's not, that's out the question now but i want them painted because they're so awesome not painted i know how awesome they'll grow when they're painted i, I mean the only painted ones that are like i actually put sealant on are those those two uh cruisers i i did for the empire and they're just so good the details are so amazing and the details in all the other ones that i've started painting it's just the, i mean these fleets come alive when they're painted and that's the only reason i haven't played the game yet is because i want to wait until i can totally immerse into that game uh the same way that the you know, Wild West Exodus does, you know, yeah. uh, 
I, yeah. I I love the little details on there and all the thing. You just see so many little things. I mean, even the SRS tokens—they're ridiculously detailed for something so small. And oh yeah, T tiny little red planes. I've painted a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, we put them up. All but right. you didn't actually risk your fingers cutting them away and re-sculpting the bottoms. But man, wow. they turn out really nice. That is so cool. You've cut them out and put them on that. And did you sculpt like the bottom of the the, the plane? I as I, well, I do. If I mean, it's hard to see, but you'll see that I actually oh, go yeah. up underneath it and give it a shape yeah. because there's enough plastic under there. Um, they they just I I did it as someone mentioned something and kind of like threw a gauntlet down. Or no, someone just asked, hey, did anybody put these on poles? You know, and I was like, no. But I'm but good. <laughs> it's not magnets, but okay, I'll give it a shot. And, and I did. And they just turned out so awesome. I Yes, I've been working on others as well. Oh, I haven't started painting, so it's hard to see because it's uh, all black. But it's the bomber. So I, I did a little bit of a under under the bomber. That's amazing. That's really that looks really good. And I made a lit a little rig uh, like a, a template stamp so I can put the waves back in because what what I do is I cut it out oh, yeah. and save the waves. So now I just go in and put green stuff in those gaps and then I'll just sculpt the waves back. Here's some. So, um, <laughs> I said goodbye a little bit ago, but I just wanted to let you know because I got to bounce off. Okay. It was nice talking. Will, it was great to chat we'll with you, sir. Yeah, we'll we'll link up Chandler. soon, uh, Brian, about the painting thing. But yeah, thanks so much for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great Thank you. I bringing up the SRS tokens. What I've noticed is the map, the drawings we've seen for them, very very detailed drawings for something so tiny, and I'm thinking. Oh, do you not know? Oh, they, they actually game? have these drawings to scale for Wild West Exodus. Oh. They designed these for the ability to make sure the details are there in the event that they decide to do scenic pieces for Lost World Exodus. So the the scale of the artwork that they did these for is very much uh leaves them the opportunity to do that especially since the scale of the the land-based yeah. game um what armored clash yeah. they had increased it so they they knew they needed more detail on these flyers because those will be used in that game as well and they wanted to be able to have them a little bit bigger with more detail so they just kind of went well if we're already scaling the scale to that we can shrink it down but let's leave ourselves the opportunity or the ability to actually scale it from 28 mil all the way down and you can just tell the sketches when you see the sketches you're like what and i you know and i think roberto the their art director posted pictures of um the drawing Full scale, and it just—I mean, they're just amazing. His sketches are just 
incredible, aren't they? When you look at the, all of the preview things, he just, just looks so great. I've got a list of all the ones where we haven't seen a model for them yet. <laughs> like, not had this one yet. Where is it? <laughs> Where's that protein posse? <laughs> uh, so, so in the the even when it was back in War uh, Outlaw, Roberto did all their sketches back then, and uh, someone paid like in the Kickstarter. There was one of the options was you paid for like a weekend at the studio. And uh, he said there was a wall of art. Like, even back then, you know, first two years of the studio, and there was a wall. And it, it was just covered in Roberto sketches. And some of those models were created under Workrate work, just because they never got to them. So we're still trickling that. They did an art book, and a lot of that art was up on the wall that never got produced. I pitched this idea to start doing the second art book because there's got to be stuff that would make an art book. And he was like, we'll see if anyone's interested. I'm, like, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> I'll buy every copy. Put that artwork out there. Yeah, there's so, uh, his art, it's so clean and crisp. And then you get the model, and you can just hold the bolt and go, "Yes, you can see this. It's a different pose, but I can, I can, hundred percent. This is the guy that they drew." Well, not only that, the fact that they always have those boxes with those sleeves on it with that lovely artwork means you can actually cut it out, and if you want to, you could frame them and just have them on your wall. It's that Ooh, good. I've got so many. I've not thought of doing that. <laughs> yeah, I, I save all the, the the box art. Um, recently, I cut them, so I'm only saving the actual art. But yeah, I've been doing that because I was saving the entire sleeve in the box, and there's uh, oh. a lot of boxes here. That's what I put all my paints in boxes. <laughs> I've got like three boxes full of paints. Uh, another one's full of my toolkits. Another one's got my uh, one's got my rules in, and so on. I just use them as storage containers because they're so they're about the right size. Just about everything except the models when they're built. <laughs> just a pity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they are good boxes. And a friend of mine said that's yeah. a, a sign of getting older is when you can appreciate a good box and keep it. Yeah. <laughs> every every unboxing I've done, I have to comment on on how nice the boxes are. It's just I can't I can't not, especially when the first Dystopian Wars box arrived, and I pull the sleeve off, and it the box looks like weathered metal yeah i was thrown, blown away i love the know. noise the sleeve makes when you make it off <laughs> <laughs> every time <laughs> yeah i actually had to build a new camera rig um so i can have both hands because you know eric would make fun of me i'm sitting over here one hand with my camera and, and i'm trying to pull the sleeve off with just one hand No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that I've got uh, set up now. I'm using a new camera and, and sound recording stuff uh, to, because it is, especially doing painting videos, it, it's quite tricky to, to get a good shot on it. Uh, trying to steal good ideas with my eyes from other uh, content creators as well. Well, you won't 
get that from me. Uh, I actually cannibalized a desk lamp. It had like um, these two things on on on, I guess joints, and mm-hmm. it had telescoping ability. And I just tore it all apart and embedded it in the like so this, uh, yeah. like a boom arm. Yeah, it's a. I, I did get a, a few of those because they are incredibly handy to, to have. Yeah. So mine is it's actually right. a uh, the desk part is what gets it out here, and it can extend. But the oh. actual rate part was like this little, you know, eight dollar, you know, uh, plastic tripod with a cam a phone mount. Yeah. So now I can mount my phone over my desk and record. That's so- Scott from the future here. Ooh, spooky. Um, I don't know why I did that. Um, so I just wanted to put a note in here to say that we had a lot of issues with the audio from this. We lost some of the file and it was unrecoverable so it sort of cuts off weirdly just there which is why it's taken so long to get out Uh, really sorry about that Um, it's not a lot we can do but i hope you enjoyed the little chat that we had so now we're going to go on to the not so new news news enjoy from the pages of the interbellum illuminator the latest field intel So, breaking news, we've had to sort of add on to the end because it's that time of the month where Warcradle show off what's coming for their pre-orders. We've got to see three new things that are coming out for Dystopian Wars. One of them is not particularly new and something that's um, been expected for Wild West Exodus. We'll kick off with the stuff we we already really know about, I think. The support sprues for the crown. Yes, wonderful adding core. Yes, <laughs> I love yeah. it. I love it. I'm never, I'm never going to stop loving that ship. It's brilliant. <laughs> but the other classes you can build from there are good as well because the uh, Astalan is pretty pretty awesome looking with all its flat guns. But the yep. adding core is definitely my favourite. Yeah, and the uh, Morgana subs are really nice as well. So yeah, yeah. We've seen all that before. It's all very good, it's all very nice, but we already really know about that. We also had the Wild West Exodus release for next month is going to be the Mono Cav and Strider Cav box. So that's two, <laughs> two sprues in a box, which is pretty nice. It's It's been expected that that was the next release, and then probably next month, I would guess, there's nothing else from the Retribution box now, is there? That's plastic. Uh, no, because... The only things they haven't released are the individual characters, which we know they won't do that because if you want those, you'll have to buy the box. Mm. Certainly not going to do that anytime. I mean, they could always do the same thing they did with Dystopian Wars, where they have like the posse box for Tesla and like split the box off into a separate box. But I thought I would have thought they'd have done that first, maybe. So, but yeah, it, it's most likely they're going to stay as exclusive to the showdown and retribution box 
Um, so next month, fingers crossed. I'm, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit disappointed that that was the only Wild West Exodus stuff, just because I'm desperate for some of these order posses to start coming down the pipeline. I was, um, I'm surprised there's no scenery this year, this month, this month. Yeah. Yeah. No, no scenery this month. Which I, I, I literally, I'm just double checking now, just in case we we didn't notice. But no, there's no scenery. No, but to be fair, there's uh, got a lot going on already. Yeah, I mean, we've had what we had the retribution, and then the Augusta, Augusta, and then the Promethean, Promethean complex. complex, and then we've just recently had the breakdown of the Promethean complex as well. So. It's been pretty, um, pretty bumper for for scenery for the past couple of months. So yeah, and it means we get an extra because it's usually just two boxes, two boxes of dystopian wars and something else. So having three boxes of dystopian wars and a box of all sexes without the scenery is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. The other one is something we've we've seen a little bit of, but there's a a new battleship in there and that's the Koenig battle fleet set which has the Koenig in it which is a generator ship for the Imperium yeah Um, it's three generators one internal and two you add on yourself the look of it uh, there's one on the bridge as well yeah that's what I mean I think I said is that an internal one or is that one it looks plastic to me from what the pictures that I can remember seeing I'm looking at a picture right now hang on I agree. Yeah, that's a that's an yeah, that's yep. Yeah, so it's a three generator ship. You can plonk three generators on that. Yeah, it's got the it's the bridge is slightly different because you've got the different generator on top of the bridge, and then we have got two small um, small gun turrets. So, um, and I'm Stern guessing Clow? it's Stern Cloud. No, it's not. It's the there is the new Koenig generator ship, which has a nice little plastic generator on the bridge and then two generators at the back so that's three three generators two storm clouds and a storm bringer on the front storm bringer storm bringer it, it's nice uh, it doesn't it doesn't look immensely different at first glances because i did not notice the two storm clouds on the either side of the the bridge or the generator on the top i i had to really uh, Pay attention, but as soon as you sort of look at it properly, you do notice the subtle little differences in it. It's it's pretty much staying in in sort of the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The aesthetic of the Imperium. It's it's very much in that wheelhouse. So it's uh, it's not vastly different, but it's it's subtly and it's can't think of the words. It's it puts a new twist on something familiar. Yeah, it yeah. it just change it up just that little bit just to make it uh, worth picking it up you get two totems and two of the other ones which I cannot remember what they're called so you get the Koenig class mm-hmm. uh, for cruisers you get the you can make the Ferdinand mm-hmm. the Augustus yep and then you get the Arminus frigate yep uh, the Sigma class destroyer or if you prefer the totem class destroyer right okay so it it's a little bit of variety as well for that box it's almost like a a slightly smaller version of the ice maiden because you get a bit of uh, a bit of everything in there as well as the the new battleship so it's definitely worth picking up if you've not got those things 
or well, even if you have got those things already, more ships is more ships. So, because <laughs> um, uh, they are, it's the the elite of the Imperium, the uh, the, the Teutonic Order. Yeah, I think you get access to a few extra rules using them. Uh, some of the ships have some interesting abilities. For example, if you put the Toten in a Teutonic battle fleet, mm-hmm. uh, it gains the Teutonic trait and it exchanges it changes its Prussian trait for Teutonic trait and get, gains the following special rule. Elite crew, while at make, making or defending from an assault, uh, it may re-roll blank dice results. So if you want to start, start your boarding actions, Teutonic fleets are definitely one of the things you might want to consider. Yeah. Which is what we need to try out next time we play DW, doing a boarding action. Just for yeah, yeah see definitely. Although, if you're, if you're doing it, I don't think it's going to be very chucklesome for me. <laughs> no, and, and that's going to bring us on to the final release that's coming next month. Oh, uh, this think, is not everybody very, very excited. Yeah, I think there's not a single person that's seen this and said that's a bit rubbish I have seen the odd person say oh I wish it had full legs and I don't see how that would work when they're I, I mean I know they can go on to land from the, old, the older version of Armored Clash yeah, which was completely, completely integrable with the old version of uh, Dystopian Wars the robots had the choice of legs or not but because they're rescaling Armored Clash Stuart pointed out that if we built a built these robots in armored clash scale they'd be a meat at all yeah if you wouldn't build them for w for uh lost world exodus or wild west exodus they'd be three meters tall. it just looks so good they exceed my expectations uh especially being like a plastic kit that's going to be fully posable hopefully it's not going to be completely static poses i imagine at some point some of them are going to be sort of stuck in certain positions just to make sure that the arm clearance for the base it's out of the way the ships that might go into contact with it and such but they just look amazing they really look incredible okay if you had to pick one just from aesthetics would you take the would you take the hockmeister or the metzger um hockmeister i think yeah, I think I do as well. There's something about a robot just carrying a massively unnecessary massive sword. <laughs> you could have just built that into his hand. No, it's actually a sword. <laughs> yeah, and it's the the two shoulder Vulcan batteries on his shoulder as well. They just it just looks so so good. I cannot. Not that I know. The look good either, but no, oh, the, yeah, the Metzger it... looks really good. I mean, two boxes is going to be almost like necessary i think because i'm gonna to have to build three of each but yeah i can't i can't wait to see like it makes me more seeing these releases makes me more excited for the next releases because they keep just up in the game every time i'm looking at the painted versions that we can see on the site and i'm very much looking forward to seeing how Daz did that wake trail he's done there yeah. uh, that that's really nice that is not just a bit of white paint splashed behind them there is some lovely blending going on there between the dark the dark water going to a so it's a very dark green at the front going to a brighter green then fading to the foam trail at the back it is really really realistic yeah it's incredibly well painted i'm not keen on the armor plating color 
but that's just a personal thing like it's the the paint scheme is incredible the yeah. colors are just not to my personal preference but they look like it's another thing like we said with the Tianglongs yeah. the amount of different schemes that people are going to do these in they're just it's going to be incredible to see it really is and I imagine we're going to see a lot of them we're going to see a lot of these yeah I, I honestly I, it's one of these models that even if you're not playing the faction you just want to own it it's so mm. good yeah they are nice little display pieces and then like it's tricky with the photos like this but they look quite big and, uh, uh, I think they've said something about the base being about four inches square. That's not pretty sure big. That's true, but I read some because he was trying. Uh, Stuart was trying to explain the relatives are trying to get it on the. Somebody was talking about putting it on, a, getting it to stand on an island. He was trying to explain how big a space you need. But yeah. that is a big old base. Yeah, four inches is huge. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what it is, I could be completely wrong. But yeah, there was some. Of, um, I think it was Chris was discussing why it hasn't got legs and how you how difficult it would be to balance it on an island yeah x amount of clearance around it yeah but yeah it's going to be big and i can't wait to see that next to some ships mm. it's going to be interesting i remember looking at the rules when we had the art drop and i thought oh i wonder what the rules are like for these guys and i looked at them and i was like they're not they're not bad but they're not like amazing they've had a, they're having an update they've had updates and I think there's going to be another tweak coming because somebody spotted a, a small typo which is going to get fixed and uh, guns have been named wrong I think unless they've changed that already yeah it was more the fact that they can only move like three inches I think they're speed three yeah the speed th I've got I've got the Hockmeister now so yeah speed three you're right what have we got what else we got here that would be T0 because they can just I think they just pop. I don't think they need to turn. They can just spin on the spot. They don't need, need actually a turning circle. Yeah. But once uh, they've yeah. popped up, that's it. They're, they're on the battlefield. You can't yeah. pop them back down again. No, I think I think that's it. It's unexpected arrival rule. Emerging suddenly, this unit appears to wreak havoc upon the enemy. This unit is always held in reserve separately from the battle fleet. The player may re-roll the action dice to determine the reserve result. When it's when available for deployment, it's placed at any point in the play area at least three inches from the nearest terrain feature. The cannot model cannot be deployed under another model, but right next to it, it appears to be perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, once it sort of popped up, it, it feels like it's going to have because of movement three compared to something like I don't know even even the bigger battleships have got like movement five six haven't they or is it four yeah. or five so they're not going to be able to catch things very easily but i suppose with the drift on boats they may it may be a case of like it's coming this way so it's got to come this way sort of thing like yeah. you're not going to be able to avoid it quite so easily well, if you pop up in front of things you're, you're going to get them so i'm looking at this zweihand the sort the blitz i'm going to hopefully say this right bitch slag zweihander sword uh blitz lightning uh i'm not sure how well, the second part of the, how you pronounce the second part of that i'd have to i'll have to run that for a translator in a second i don't know what the means it's two-handed two-handed lightning sword uh the bitch 
Bleach, bleach, bleach lag meaning Google, come don't fail me now. Bleach lag. Uh, translate to English. Lightning strike, of course. Lightning strike, two-handed sword. Okay. Yeah. So Blitz had basically models in this unit gain plus five to their assault dice pool when making assault. Each model in the unit gain plus three fray for each additional model incoherency. Oh lord, if a unit of that pops up, you're in trouble. Yeah, that is going to be like your big boat killers because they're slow, I suppose, as well. So even if you get into base to base contact with it and assault it it's not going to be able to get far enough away from you for you to keep just trying to hack it down um but once like i say once it's it's done that it i feel like they're going to be a little bit lost oh listen i have the answer to that because i've just read the next rule uh from the second round onwards instead of rolling the action dice when using the unexpected Arrival rule: This unit may immediately be placed available for deployment when battle ready as a special operations action. This unit may always be placed back in reserves. It oh. can go down and it can come back up. I must have missed that. That's very very interesting. That's going to be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Whack it's the whack a mole where the whack a mole the mole whacks you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's even more exciting. I can't wait for these to come and paint them. And that's our next game of Dystopian Wars. It's going to be um, Whacker Jaeger. <laughs> Do you know what I'm thinking it's going to look like? You know the end sequence in uh, Ragnarok where he's smashing the guy smashing a. Uh, uh, Asgard to pieces with his sword and having yep. a way of time. Yep. That's what he's going to be like. Yep, just look what I'm doing with my giant lightning sword. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch that happen. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring my heavy particle cannons just to just to uh, try and put you down. That's going to be the when we play it. That's all I'm going to be. If I can take one of them down. I'm going to be happy. Yep. <laughs> Stop the mission. I just want to take one of those down. I'll be very, very happy to see what happens. I might I might try and build, like, all of them and, and just bring two lots of those and see see if it's worth it or not. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm wishlisting for the future. I'll try. I'll try. I'll submarine drill you to... To, to oblivion yeah see it's like things like that as well I imagine would be quite nasty like collisions with prow rams and such things might be quite brutal because I don't think that they've got that many um, hull points or much armour if I remember ok that's what I'm trying to get Zithal the rule that means they can come back up is called the time which you translate as the time choice or the timing that's appropriate I think Right, yep, so I'm trying, I'm trying to get the stats for him. So, okay. So, M3, S of 3, T of 0, because it doesn't apply. A of 3. Armour. Uh, armour of C. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my brain's gone mush, and I'm trying to know what the letters stand for. Citadel is 12. Um, no defences. No, no, no air defences, no submerged defences. Oh, okay. Yeah, 0. 
F and F is eight, H is five, so five hall points. What was that? Fray. Fray. So yeah, you don't want to get into a fight with this thing. No. Uh, and it's attack, and then of course it's got its. Uh, if you want to use it, its guns, so we've got heavy gun vault batteries. We know about those. Now let's have a look at the Metzger. What does that bring to the bring to the uh, Metzger? Okay. Ooh, interesting. The Metzger can do something. The oh no, it has got the amphibious. So they've got the amphibious rule, so they can walk across land. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got it's got the uh, come come back up up from the depths again. Yep. Unexpected arrival of Vitruvian. So the new thing that it's got are the cannons on it. Yep. Which are uh, let's have a look. Special rules inductorum. Try for why is this guns? I can't see it's guns listed. Oh yeah, there they are. So it's got the now it says on the thing at the moment, Uber Flak Verling. That's been pointed out that's a mistake. It should be the Uber Volt. Can yeah. I? Yeah. Yeah. Before, can I? yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be corrected. It's just a, it's just a typo. Uber, Uber Volt Veiling. Okay. Oh my god, you do not want to be in the range of this thing. 14 dice. Nice. Point blank or close or closing. Does it get good support? Uh it gets nine in support. Ooh. That's not fun. And sustained and voltaic. <laughs> And even oh, when you battle crippled, even when you're crippled, you're still chucking ten and six. Jesus, that is nasty. That's brutal. With the sustainable voltaic as well, because that's just ouch, 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 ouch. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun to play with. Okay, we do need to look at the new rules, obviously, with because um, obviously lots of things have had tweaks just recently. Yeah, uh, voltaic and such have all had tweaks, so. Yeah, which does bring me up to the because we're not going to go in depth with the rules, it's not really our thing. But if you want to do that, is it Gary Connell who's done the stonks? Yeah, it is Gary I Connell. So. Uh, they are on the dystopian page, you've already seen them. But Gary, if you listen to this, nice work, I really appreciate those. Yeah, they're, you know, they're really good. I can't do math, so but I thought I'm like, ah. <laughs> That makes more sense. <laughs> I can see what the difference is now because I've told it. Yeah, yeah, they're really good. Um, I know I tagged somebody who was like they said they were a new player, and I, I was like, "Oh, Gary Connell's just done a, a a stonks on that, and it might be helpful to see new things that are, are going because it sort of highlights the new stuff, but the new stuff time sort of." almost gives the thematic flavour of the fleet a little bit, not massively, but it gives you an idea of how they stand currently, what, what the good things are and what the bad things are, so yeah. well worth a read. Yes, so definitely go have a look at his stuff. That he's, he's, I mean, he handwrites exactly what's good and what's not, what's improved and what's not improved, and it does give you a simple, okay, I can look at my Orbat now and it makes sense to me. Yeah, it can be a lot to take in all at once, so it's uh, it's definitely a good resource to be looking at if you need to. Yes. 
did I mention because I, I, I'm going to be doing some translations? Hockmeister means grandmaster, and Metzger is butcher, which I think are lovely little touches. I do like the I do like the fact that if you see anything in a, in a, in a foreign language, it's always worth going for the translations with anything War Cradle do. It's not just there to sound good; it actually means something when you look for it. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I'm just looking at the other weapon the Metzger gets, which is the Claw Arc Projector. Ooh. Okay. Uh, claw Arc Projector. Oh, that's interesting. It doesn't have uh, fire. It's not dice. It's ramming 11, devastating, and arc. Nice. So that um, goes through your shields. Right. That's oof. That's basically a big sort of punchy fist thing. Yep. Ooh, that's not... Nice. <laughs> no. That'd be well, nice if, you, if, you, if you're the Imperium. With the changes to how the generators are, I'm not sure if the shield generators become more desirable or not. So it'd be interesting to, to see if like arc makes a difference or not in the new meta. But it, it's good to have it because you can just punch through somebody's shields and yeah, so I'm looking at the model now. So the vault, the vault of dealing is the one on his right hand, and the chlorop gesture is the one on his left hand. Mm -hmm. uh, and they both look awesome. Yep. All right. So that have we everything we can possibly say about two giant robots, other than mentioning Pacific Rim. Uh, yeah, we'll skip the Pacific Rim references. Um, <laughs> the, I think the comments on, on Facebook did enough of those. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, all I'm going to say is amazing. Like yeah, so 20 happy. out of 10. They are awesome. Yeah. Okay. And the final thing we've got to talk about with Dystopian Wars is a little teaser that uh, got dropped. We got a photo of some new Union cruisers next to the new version of the Mamansk, which is the Commonwealth's big bad. Yeah. And it looks very, very big. Yeah, considering those are cruisers, yeah. um, it makes them look like frigates. <laughs> it's enormous. It's, I mean, I don't think it's going to be ice made and huge, but it's still pretty damn big. Um, it should, because I've seen the older version of it, and he says it's the third version bigger than that version. And the old version would, you could actually put um, one of the cruisers inside it, because it basically, it looks like a, what's the best way to describe the shape? It's it's not a complete circle, it's a broken circle. A horseshoe. Horseshoe. horseshoe shape. A horseshoe shape, almost touching round. Stop. And it's a, it's a mobile repair facility. Basically, the the cruisers are supposed to go into it and be repaired. That if you look on the inside rim, there's lots of cranes and so forth. And the older versions did go round the old cruisers. And if you look closely at the back, you can see at the back there's a slot where the keel of the cruiser will fit nicely into it. Yeah. So if you can imagine either uh, a Kutsov or a Norlisk in there. Filling yep. it out with all the guns on the side. It's going to be huge. If you really want to get a sense scout, look at the fact that it's got heavy gun turrets mounted to it. They look tiny. Yeah, they look minuscule. Yeah. It's um, it's going to be a really 
massive kit and not not to be upstaged but the new i really like the new union ships Cruiser. that they showed off yeah they look really nice they're really they look really nice because what they've got that none of the others have got so far is they are not symmetrical down the middle they are they've got the bridge well obviously the fleet carriers but not symmetrical because they have their bridges on one side but they've got a split bridge so they've got a side where the gut weapons are and a bridge side and it looks practical it looks interesting it gives a lot of visual interest to them as i my son has got the constitution fleet i'm fully expecting to pick these up uh, and put them as part of his fleet. So we're expecting that will be part of the support, the support fleet that will be coming out at some point. I, I do remember seeing a comment that Stuart mentioned in there. He said maybe they'll be coming with a big fleet box sometime soon. Ah, so it so could be, be Enterprise Box. Uh, yeah, Enterprise Vox, yeah. Ooh, um, which means we'd also potentially see the robots for the union soon as well oh yes the the, the uh, patriots yes the flying patriots robots, that's one flying robots which are yep. which even if even if they're not if they're not as we discussed those with Stuart a while ago he, he did say that you could probably convert them to be in flight mode so that their, their legs are together and they're lying down which i think we're definitely going to be doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i um I did post on our page a few days ago, just before the weekend, I think. Yeah, the, the, the new art or bats, the artwork for that's come up as well, and usually that sort of ties in with with the releases as well. So, yeah, we can hopefully expect some union reinforcements soon because they are currently a one fleet box. Yeah, I would imagine mm, March will be. Probably this is this is pure guesswork and speculation, but I would imagine March will be Enterprise box for DW, and then two boxes for Wild West Exodus because you'd have a big release for Dystopian Wars. Yeah. And because we haven't had anything like new new for Wild West Exodus, uh, and it's on version three. I would expect. Yeah, new stuff's going to start coming too. Stuff we've not seen. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to get some of those striders. Yeah. yeah, I imagine they're going to be. I was expecting it to be a three sprue, but now it's a two sprue, so it actually brings the price down quite nicely. Yeah, makes it very yeah. affordable. It um, makes it very affordable. It's one of those things where if nothing's come out for you, if, if nothing else has come out for in light of that month, I might just add a sprue <laughs> box of them. If I'm not getting widowers, I'll get those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it makes them like slide into that sort of. Easily affordable. How many do you get any max unit? Six? Uh, a max uh, of strider calves and, mac and monos, the max unit is three. A max unit is three, okay. Yeah, and I've got, from the starter, I've got two striders and one mono. So if I buy two more boxes, I've got a full unit. Yep. Of both. And then I might uh, build up some, build up a second, maybe a second unit at some point. Mm. Yep. And I think that's it for the news for this month. I think it may be. So that's it for this bonus episode of the Markov Dossier. We hope you enjoyed it. We are hoping to get together and do a bit of recording around the new releases that have just been shown off from War Cradle around the 
Sickle Cav and the new Enterprise box that are coming out next month. We're also going to discuss a game of Wild West Exodus we had. We did another game of the Project Barnum scenario that I designed. It was the Soul Hunters versus the Nautilus crew. It was a very different game to the first one. It's still very enjoyable, but, but quite different with the new rules. So it was very worth discussing. Until next time, thanks for listening everyone, and we'll see you again. Bye.